changes everything. He changes everything. Sickness is healed. Bondage is broken. Breakthrough in the spirit. Jesus does it. He changes everything. Because of Jesus, everything changed. A new and a living way. Through Jesus, through the cross. Jesus, we worship you. We proclaim that you are our Lord, our Savior, our King. Jesus, you are everything. And we thank you that your presence is here. You're here in our midst. Here in this place. Right now, you're present with us. We welcome you. We honor you. We thank you that you've come. Your kingdom has come. Peace has come. We thank you, dear Father. Every good and perfect gift comes from you. Comes from our Father, our Heavenly Father, our glorious God. Oh, we give you praise today. We give you praise. Praise. Praise the name of Jesus because he's worthy. Jesus is worthy. All of the glory, all of the honor, all of the praise, it belongs to Him, the one who was and is and is to come. Jesus, precious Jesus, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Holy is the Lord. house, Father, with your glory, every heart, Father, with your glory, your manifest presence. Thank you, dear Father. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. We bless your holy name, Lord. We give you praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Our voices raised. We give him praise. Our hands are raised. We give him praise. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we praise you. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you. Lord. We praise you. Lord. We praise you. Lord. 
Jesus. Rain or shine. I come for him. If I could drag myself to 
for Jesus. Amen. I won't be easily stopped. Hallelujah. You ought not be easily stopped either. Amen. We keep coming. Presenting ourselves before the Lord. more good alive. Living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable. And the Bible says that is your reasonable service. Was this reasonable for us? Because of everything Jesus did. That we would come present ourselves to him. Amen. Part of our spiritual sacrifice. We keep offering those sacrifices to him. Sacrifice of prayer and thanksgiving. here, if you've been coming to church lately, then you know we've been on a certain subject, understanding angels, increasing our awareness, there's lots more happening in the spirit than we, than we, than we realize. is active. And as the people of God, we have to activate them. Your life ought to be action-packed. Where the spirit world around you is charged. children of God. Those who are being saved. That's me. The heirs of salvation. That's me. Angels are, are sent to help us. They minister and help and serve us. 
So imagine that. Angels are sent to help you. Thank you. 
God for his word. Thank God for the truth. We're not here merely out of tradition. We're here on a divine purpose. We need to hear from God. We need revelation to come. We need to increase our understanding, our awareness of spiritual things. So, Father, we thank you that you teach us today by your Spirit. And, Father God, we pray for this nation. We call India the nation of salvation. India is coming to Jesus. We will have Christian leaders in this nation. Christian chief ministers. We'll have Christian governors. We'll even have a Christian prime minister in the days to come. That's right, the highest levels of government will be your people, your men, your women, and it will bring great blessing to this nation. In Jesus' name, amen. I heard about this pastor. He happened to pastor a church of 125,000 people. That's a lot of people. You know, you, you try to pastor five people, that's something. You got one lack. You need a little more help, I think. So this pastor, dealing with this volume of ministry, he was well aware of his need for supernatural help. Whether you pastor a church of 125,000 or not, that, that, that's irrelevant. Whatever you do, you need God's help. You need supernatural help. Because with His help, you can do anything better. can be a better parent, a better friend, a better student, you can be a better soul winner, a better husband, better wife, with the help of the Holy Ghost, you, you can do anything better. Pastor was talking to another minister. And he, he, he challenged that minister. He said, Look in the book of Acts and find out about the connection between the Holy Spirit and angels. And he never even thought of that. Many of God's people never even considered that. 
Well, about that. The connection between the Holy Spirit, our helper, the chief helper, the greatest help of your life. Him and the angels, who we know from Scripture are sent to help us. He accepted that. He accepted that challenge. He began to understand some things, and that's exactly what we're going to do as well. We need to see this connection. We need to, we need to understand how it works in the spirit realm. Then you can maximize the help that's available to you. The majority of believers are living at a, a far lesser level than they could. I mean, the average believer probably doesn't tap into even 5% of what's available. Can you imagine if your heart only worked at five percent? You would hardly be able to live. You, you would not last very long. What about your your lungs? Seven percent, ten percent. You'd hardly you'd hardly be able to breathe. Gasping for breath all the time. You'd be tired. You'd be weak. Without the full maximum potential. We cannot we cannot function as we should. And if you're only utilizing five or ten percent of what's available to you in the spirit. What if we received a hundred percent of what's available to us? That heaven was helping you, not five percent, ten percent, not fifty percent, a hundred percent. Can you imagine? How much different things would be if your spiritual life is full, hundred percent? Shouldn't that be our goal? Shouldn't we go for it? Should we accept something less? No, we've got to maximize the help that's available to us. Know that both angels and the Holy Spirit are sent to help us.
So I want to learn more about this. And the Word of God is going to teach us. In the book of Acts, go to chapter 8. And we'll look here first. Here it's written about Philip. Philip was an evangelist. And again, it doesn't matter what you do, who you are, you need help. along the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. He spoke to Philip. He spoke to Philip. An angel. An angel of the Lord spoke to him. He was instructed by an angel. We see that the angel 
actually work for the Holy Spirit. The angels do. They work for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the helper. The angels of heaven are the helper. The Holy Spirit directs the help from heaven. Look in chapter 10. This is where we started off with Cornelius. him a centurion of the Italian regiment verse 2 describes him says he was a devout man one who feared God with his whole household he gave alms generously to the people, and he prayed to God always. And I want you to see the structure of this man's life. It's worth looking at again. He was, number one, a devout man, devoted. Devoted to the things of God. Not distracted. Not divided. A devout man. Number two. Says that he feared God. With his whole house. Amen. He got his whole household involved in the things of God. Three, we find out he was a generous man. And number four, he prayed always. Now that is a recipe for, for success if I ever saw one. That, if you do those things, you will begin to maximize the things of the Spirit. Maximize your potential. That kind of lifestyle. That is what set this man up for what happened in the next verse. Verse 3. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. Change my life. Look, why Cornelius? 
fear God, to walk out generous and praying all the way. These are the kinds of people that God moves in. God uses these kinds of people. God uses these kinds of people. And so just like the love previously, what we find here Cornelius, being instructed by an angel. The angel here is helping Cornelius. If you skip down to verse 19, lots of details we're not looking at. But now you find another guy. Here's Peter. Peter has a vision. And he's thinking about the vision. And then the Holy Spirit began to speak to him. Look at the activity. Philip in Gaza, Samaria, wherever he was. Cornelius, somewhere in Caesarea. Now here's Philip, or Peter, okay, angels are talking. The Holy Spirit is speaking. And the Spirit began to speak to Peter. Told him about these three men that are seeking him. Look at verse 20. The Holy Spirit gives further instructions. He says, Arise, therefore, go down, go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. And here it says, The men were being sent by the Holy Spirit. We read earlier that the angels spoke to, to Cornelius. But here the Holy Spirit says it was me. How? The Holy Spirit sends the angel. The Holy Spirit speaks through the angel. The angels work for the Holy Ghost. And so the Spirit of God says to Peter, it was me that sent you. So who sent them? Did the angel send them? Did the Holy Spirit send them? Well, yeah. The Holy Spirit through the angel sent them in. That's how it works. Because the angels work with the Holy Spirit. Angels don't necessarily work for you. But they work for the Holy Spirit in you. So here's the lesson. And if you don't remember anything today, remember this. What did you learn in church today? Just write this one thing down. 
And remember this. This is important. The more the Holy Spirit is working in you, the more angels can work for you. So think about all this happening. 
The Holy Spirit stirred the church to pray. Okay, if, if you'll allow the Spirit of God to stir you to pray. Instead of thinking about the problem, calculating the problem, complaining about it, pray about it. The Holy Ghost will stir you to pray. The church responded to that urgency of the Spirit. And the angels went to work. The angels want to work. Now, I heard, I don't remember who it was, talking about a big man. They beheld humanity. It was a look of utter confusion. They just totally confused. Like looking at us, wondering what's going on here? What are you even doing? When are we going to be able to get something done for the, for the kingdom of God? The angels of heaven stand around me looking at me with a confused look. They've been sent to help us. The angels want to work on your behalf. Look, if you'll pray, if you'll invest in your prayers, the angels begin to become active in your life. It's the Holy Spirit in you. He controls the angels around you. You understand that? The Holy Spirit in you controls the angels around you. begin to assist you or not. Look, if I can't respond to the Holy Ghost, then, then angels have nothing to work with. The Spirit of God in you controls the angels around you. If you will cooperate with the Spirit of God, Heaven's cup on your behalf. Now, 
now. This introduces another wonderful possibility. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to present this to you. If you'll receive it, it'll change everything again. God wants to help you. You understand? He'll use any means he can to get help in your life. And the, the message that God is speaking to us right now, it will help us tremendously. These truths will help you. If you'll be a doer of the word, you will see, you will see a marked difference in your life. I want to show you this. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, look what the Apostle Paul says to the church. Verse 1. He says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but I have not love, I've become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Okay, now this is why walking in love is the most important thing. too spiritual. You know, if I can't simply walk in love. Look, love is the standard. That's the aim. That's the target of our life. Now, if I don't do that, then it doesn't matter what else I do. Paul said, if I speak with the, the, the tongues of men or of angels, wait a minute, what about speaking in the tongues of angels? Have you ever thought of that? Have you ever considered when you're praying in tongues, praying in the Spirit, the helper is stirring you to pray. When you pray in tongues, the Spirit Himself makes an intercession for us. What's He saying? Who's He talking to? Now, have you ever considered that you're actually speaking in the tongues of angels? Do you realize angels have their own language too? You don't know their language. There's no book. Teach yourself angelic. We don't know. But the Holy Ghost knows. And if you'll give yourself to the Spirit, do you realize when you're praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit is giving direct orders to the angels in their own language. Maybe the angels are confused how 
start speaking in their language. They said, well, I don't know. Well, that, I have good news. The Holy Ghost knows. When you pray in tongues, Paul said, I can speak in the tongues of men and of angels. But here's how to get the angels working in your life. Let the Spirit of God speak through you to them. Angels are listening. And they're going to be saying, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll do it. Yes. Thank you. By the Spirit, giving orders. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Praying in tongues. Did you, did you know how important the gift of tongues is? That's why I want to know. Did you speak in tongues today? Have you prayed in the Spirit today? And a lot of times I ask that question and there's a confused look on the person's face. like they forgot there even was a Holy Spirit. He lives in you. He wants to help you. He helps through prayer. Pray in tongues. Out loud. Because angels can't read your mind. Understand? Angels don't read minds. Angels listen to the voice, the voice of His Word, the voice of the Spirit. That's what activates them. The more you pray in tongues, that's how you keep your angels busy. church prayed constantly. 